Today I'm going to be talking about how you can prove Bible prophecy. I'm going to be talking about the dangers that Iran is threatening the world with right now. And also I'm going to be answering questions from some of you guys talking also about do children go up in the rapture? Very important. Hey, welcome to The Tipping Point Show. I'm Jimmy Evans. I want to welcome you to our first ever Tipping Point show, this podcast. So I'm glad that you're a part of it. The first part of this podcast is for everyone. You can hear it. The second part is going to be for subscribers only, endtimes.com. Now, the book Tipping Point, this is a lot of what we're going to do on these shows is based on my book, Tipping Point. The subtitle is The End is Here. We're living in very, very special times And I want you to know about these times. Now, you can order this book on endtimes.com forward slash book. And so really encourage you to get it if you haven't read it already. We also have a free book for you for those of you who would just like something free to read. And if you want a free ebook, you can go on, uh, just text the end, T-H-E-E-N-D, to 31996. That's the end to 31996. We want to give you a free ebook. But we're glad that you've joined us here for the Tipping Point Show. And I want to talk in this first episode, we're going to have a teaching in every one of our shows. We're going to have a teaching that we begin with, and this is for everyone. And then I'm going to go into current events. Uh, We'll have in the future interviews with authors and end times experts, and also we'll do questions and answers. We have tons of questions that we get on endtimes.com, by the way. We have Uh, uh, articles every week, podcasts every week that come out constantly. So it's a wealth of information. If you're not a subscriber to uh, endtimes.com, it's the Tipping Point Prophecy Update. You can go on there because you you can't hear the second part of the show without being a subscriber. Go on there, endtimes.com, $7 a month, $77 a year. And our subscribers are the people who keep us going. So encourage you to do that so you can hear this whole show. But let me begin by talking about the proof of Bible prophecy. Now, one of the signs of the end times, according to Peter, is the Apostle Peter says that in the end times, scoffers will come, and they're going to scoff saying, ah, you know, you people who believe in the end times, you're a bunch of nutty people. What, you know, what, why do you believe what you believe? Okay, And so they're going to scoff at the Bible. People are doing that today. Well, let me, let me talk to you about the proof of prophecy. Bible prophecy didn't start in the New Testament. It started in the Old, Old Testament. I mean, end times prophecy. About 27 to 30% of the Bible is prophecy. And most of that has to do with the days that we're living in. And you say, well, why would God say so much about the days we're living in? Number one, more people are alive today than have lived in the history of the world combined. There's almost 8 billion people in the world right now. Uh, As I've studied it around the times of Jesus, there are around 200 million people in the world. Okay, So there have been more people alive right now than ever before. And these are the most severe times in human history. Jesus said, unless those days would have been cut short, no flesh would have survived. Okay, So these are very severe times. Now, for the church, it's all good news. And so if you're, uh, if you're a believer, it's all good news. You're going to hear me encourage you because the purpose of prophecy is to encourage us and to help us to understand and contextualize the things that are happening in the world right now, COVID-19, all the shaking and all the social unrest and everything, it's in the Bible. It's in Matthew 24 and many other places. So let me go back to Daniel chapter 9. 
some people ask, when, when did the end times begin? Well, they began in the Old Testament, not the New Testament. And Daniel chapter 9 is one of the most important texts in the Bible concerning the end times, not just what happened, but what's going to happen. But I want to show you something miraculous in the Old Testament that can help you to understand the accuracy of Bible prophecy, and it's empirical, it's measurable, it's provable. It's not just something that a few nutty Christians believe. And if you're being contested, maybe you're kind of a skeptic. Well, I hope this helps you. But maybe you have people challenging your beliefs related to the end times. I want to help you to understand this important text of Scripture. And this is the angel Gabriel. And he's coming to Daniel as Daniel is praying for the nation of Israel and confessing their sins. Remember, Daniel was one of the Hebrew captives. He was taken out of Israel to Babylon, and he was their captive. They were there for 70 years. And so now this is all happening while they're in Babylonian captivity. So it says, this is Daniel 9, beginning with verse 20. While I was speaking, praying, and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God, yes, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen, in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, reached me about the end of the uh, about the time of the evening offering, and he informed me and talked with me and said, "O Daniel, I have now come forth to give you skill to understand." At the beginning of your supplications, the command went out, and I have come to tell you, for you are greatly beloved. Therefore, consider the matter and understand the vision. Seventy weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. Okay, so what he's saying here is 77s, is the word Hebrew word Shavuah, 490 prophetic years are being declared for the Jewish people and for the city of Jerusalem. And he says during that period of time, by the way, there are going to be six things that are going to happen that will be fulfilled by the end of the 490 years to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity that Jesus did on the cross, to bring in everlasting righteousness because the second coming of Jesus will bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy. It means at the end of these 490 years, all prophecy will have been fulfilled and to anoint the most holy, that is the temple mount in Israel, for the third temple that Jesus will rule from for a thousand years. And so he's telling him now that there's going to be 490 years. Now he tells him how those 490 years are going to happen. This is Daniel chapter 9, verse beginning of verse 25. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until Messiah the Prince, there shall be seven weeks, seven sevens, 49 years, and there'll be 62 weeks, 434 years. The street shall be built again and the wall, even in troublesome times. And after the 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off. The word is killed, but not for himself. So this is interesting. So Gabriel comes and says to him, there's going to be 490 years, but let me tell you exactly the way it's going to happen. First of all, there's going to be 49 years. There's going to be seven sevens. Well, The book of Nehemiah chronicles what happens here, okay? So Nehemiah and a group of the Jewish people who were in Babylon, uh, then it it was Persia because the Persians defeated the Babylonians. They were sent back to rebuild Jerusalem, just as Gabriel said, okay? 
they went back. How long did it take them to rebuild Jerusalem? It took them 49 years, okay, historically. It's historically documented. And the reason it took them so long, it was a time of trouble, just like uh, Gabriel said to Daniel. It's going to be in troublesome times. They had enemies inside and outside resisting them uh, from doing what they were called by God to do. Okay, that's documented. He said, then there's going to be 434 years. Okay, by the way, when it says that Messiah the Prince will be killed, but not for himself. Of course, when Jesus came, he was crucified, but not for himself. He was crucified for the sins of the world. So now this, this is very, very specific. And so, you know, some people think that Bible prophecy is just kind of out there. It's just kind of ethereal. How do you know, you know, if it comes true or not? Well, it's very specific. What, what Gabriel is saying to Daniel here is 490 prophetic years have been declared for the Jewish people and for the city of Jerusalem. Okay. And so during that period of time, all these things are going to take place. He said, but let me tell you exactly how it's going to happen, uh, Daniel. There's going to be 49 years, and then there's going to be 432 years, 434 years. And that's 483 years total. Remember, there's seven years left over that's about to come. That's the tribulation period of time. So 430 years, and during that period of time, uh, from the time that there's a decree to go forth and to rebuild Jerusalem, okay, that's a specific date in history, to Messiah the Prince coming and dying, but not for himself. There's going to be the 483 prophetic years. Let me remind you now that the Jewish calendar is a 360-day year calendar. It's a lunar calendar. Okay, So if you be began at a beginning point and ended here at 400, uh, 483 years, that's 173,880 days Okay, from the beginning to the end. Well, did it happen? This is the big question now. Can you prove that this happened? Because uh, the book of Daniel, by the way, was in circulation for hundreds of years before Jesus came. So they can't make this up. They can't manipulate this. This was written long before Jesus was born. Okay, so did it happen? It, it happened exactly to the day. On March the 14th of 445 BC, and that this is established historically from the records of the, of the palace in Shushan, which was being Persia, Iran today, um, Sir Henry Rawlinson found the historical record that on March the 14th of 445 B.C., Artaxerxes Longimanus, who was the king, he issued a decree for the Jews to go back and rebuild Jerusalem this, during the times of Nehemiah, okay? exactly the way that Gabriel said it would happen. Okay, So if you begin at the beginning point of March the 14th, 445 B.C., and you go out 173,880 days, where does that get you? Okay, interesting date. It gets you to April 6th of 32 AD. What's the significance of that date? Uh, that was Palm Sunday when Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a colt and began his death march to the cross. So here we see in the Old Testament uh, prophecy that absolutely exactly came true to the very day. Now, listen, this is a 483-year period of time. Imagine that I came to you right now and I said, hey, tell me exactly what's going to happen 483 years from now to the day. Imagine that I came to you and said, there's going to be Messiah, the prince, who's going to come, which is a miracle in itself. And he's going to die for the sins of the world, not for himself. He's going to die for the sins of the world. So exactly the way that Daniel said this was going to happen, it happened. And here's my point. Uh, this, is, this book is real. See, about a third of the Bible is prophecy. And 
Much of it has already come true. Much of it is coming true in the times that we're living in. An example of that is COVID-19. In Matthew 24, Jesus said there'll be wars and rumors of wars, nation rising against nation, peoples against peoples. He said there's gonna be famines, earthquakes, and pestilences. That's what COVID-19 is. He said, these are the beginning of birth pangs. And we see now that the birth pangs in the world right now are getting harder and harder. And the signs of the end times are before us every single day. And that's what I'm gonna be talking about now on the Tipping Point show, are the things that are happening in the world around us and to understand they were prophesied. And, and by the way, Jesus is coming. When I said earlier that no flesh would have survived, that's talking about the tribulation. Christians don't go through the tribulation. We are raptured before the tribulation, and I'll prove that to you in some of the coming shows. And I also talk about that a lot on endtimes.com. We talk about the rapture. But I wanna, I wanna keep going because there are seven years left. 434 or 483 of the 490 prophetic years have been literally fulfilled to the day. That's historically documented, okay? But there are seven years that haven't been fulfilled, and here's what Gabriel says to Daniel, Daniel 9.27. Then he, that's the Antichrist, shall confirm a covenant with many for one week, that's seven years. But in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering and on the wing of abomination shall be one who makes desolate even until the consummation, which is determined, is poured out on the desolate. This is the abomination of desolation that takes place in the middle, three and a half years into the tribulation. So it says, he, the Antichrist, shall confirm a covenant. He will come and confirm a peace treaty with many, that's Israel, for seven years. In the middle, three and a half years into the middle, He'll bring an end of sacrifice and offering in the temple mount, in a rebuilt temple, okay? Uh, Jesus talks about this in Matthew 24. The apostle Paul talks about this in 2 Thessalonians chapter two. The Antichrist will go into a rebuilt temple in Israel. And by the way, there's all kinds of activity in Israel right now on the temple mount and the Jews are ready to rebuild their temple. It's a huge deal in Israel right now. So all this is about to take place. Even until the consummation, which is determined, is poured out on the desolate. Seven years of the 490 years are still before us. And I believe that they could be fulfilled any day now. And there's going to be a covenant with the Antichrist. Now, the reason that I don't believe that we're going to be here to see that is in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul says, he who now restrains will do so until he, capital H, he, is taken out of the way. I believe that the restrainer in the earth today is the Holy Spirit in the church. Remember, the church was birthed on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit fell. And you look at the world right now, who is restraining abortion in the world right now? It's the church. Who's restraining divorce? Who's restraining sin in society? Well, it's not only the church, but it's primarily the church. You look at the restraining influence in the world today, but we also see an antichrist spirit in the world today that is coming to just eradicate the word of God from being any standard in people's lives. So you literally have the church bearing the word of God, resisting the, the influences of sin in the world, even though no Christian is perfect, and I'm not perfect, but we're standing up for truth in the world today. But it says he will restrain, he who now restrains will do so until he is taken, out, uh, taken away. Then the lawless one will be revealed. So people ask me a lot, they say, who is the Antichrist? We're gonna talk about the Antichrist on this show a lot. Uh, I can tell you what he's like. I can tell you the names. He has many, many different names in the Bible. Antichrist is just one name that the Apostle John used. I can tell you about what he's gonna be like. 
but I don't know uh, specifically. I don't know exactly who he is, but I can tell you this, he'll be the most evil man in the history of the world. And during the time of the tribulation, most humans will die, either through judgment or through the Antichrist or through the horrific things, the wrath of God that's being poured out of the world. Over half of humanity will be dead. And I'll talk about the book of Revelation. I'll prove that to you from the book of Revelation in some of our upcoming shows. But what I want you to know is this. God knows the future. There's only one person who knows the future. See, the only person who can predict the future is the one who controls it. And the reason that we know a lot of people say, well, I've got my religious book and I believe in my religious book. Well, here's the question. Does your religious book predict the future with accuracy? Is there a Daniel 9 in your book that tells about an upcoming 490-year period of time that 483 years were literally fulfilled to the day? That's history. Okay. Can your book do that? Well, ours does. There have been hundreds of prophecies that were fulfilled at the first coming of Jesus and more that will be fulfilled at the second coming of Jesus. And many of those have already been fulfilled, like uh, Israel being regathered, Joel chapter 3 and many other places. And so what I want you to know is if you're a Christian, you really need to have confidence in this book. If you're a Christian, you need to know that your beliefs in the end times are based in fact, not in superstition. And the people around you that are mocking you because of your faith. See, Noah, uh, Jesus said in Luke 17 that his coming, the rapture, would be like the days of Noah. Do you know that Noah was building a huge ship on dry land and it had never rained and he wasn't close to water that we know of? In other words, there was no way for him to get that boat to water. And the people around, can you imagine what a fool he looked like uh, building a ship on dry land, people mocking him and making fun of him? Can I also tell you this? When he and his family got on the ark and the rain started, he looked like a genius. And the people who had been mocking him were all of a sudden now of a totally different mindset because the only people safe were the ones that were doing what God said before the rain came. I want you to have confidence in the word of God because people who believe in the word of God can contextualize what's happening in the world right now. See, when I see things happening in the world right now, very troubling things that are happening. Jesus said, when you see these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your head, your redemption draws near. When you understand the end times, when you understand what the word of God has to say, when other people are sad, you're happy. When other people are confused, you know exactly what's going on. And when other people are dreading the future, you're looking forward to the future because your future is bright. Every time I talk to you in this Tipping Point show, I'm gonna encourage you. This isn't a show about bad times. It's a show about what's happening in the world today and how we can understand it through Bible prophecy and be prepared for everything that's coming up. Now, I'm going to start talking now about some current events related to Iran, and I'm also going to answer some questions uh, from some of you that written in questions. Now, this part's only for subscribers. If you want to be a part of the entire program, go on endtimes.com and sign up and become a subscriber and you'll be able to listen to the entire program. For those of you who are not subscribers, we'll see you next time. Right now, we're gonna go into some of the current events that are happening.